0: You play for me. Hi, and welcome to Be More Now. My name is Blake Moore, and tonight I'm interviewing Mendocino County treasure, writer, performer, Sherry Glazer, in a mix of comedy and philosophy, activism and linguistics, we're going to discuss Ma Sherry's latest creative offering, a book entitled Mama's First Pocket Chictionary: Taking the Dick Out of Dictionary, A Bridge to the Feminine Paradigm. But first, to set the tone, here is Wonder Woman by Lion Bebe. So- Ah, yes, indeed. So Sherry Glazer is both an actress and an author. Her one-woman shows are legendary, her political activism is scandalous, and her literary accomplishments are impressive. She's been a champion of the feminine for her entire life and has used her artistic voice to promote, highlight, reclaim, and recall the power of the mother. A 30-year Mendocino Coast resident, Sherry has created and starred in a number of one-woman comedies, including Family Secrets, Oh My Goddess, and Taking the High Road. She has published a number of books, including a memoir called Family Secrets, the first practical handbook for crazy people, and she is featured in literary anthologies, The Other Woman, Exit Laughing, He Said What, and Warrior Mothers. On the political front, she is a longtime activist and founder of the pro-peace group Breast Not Bombs. She was a DJ on KZOX for 11 years, where besides being one of the hosts of Women's Voices, she was also broadcasting her weekly news commentary, The Good News. In her words, she magically survived the pandemic with tarot and literary pursuits and thus has a brand new book, a collaboration with the Amazon queen, Kim Tripsmith, titled Mama's first pocket chictionary. taking the dick out of dictionary, a bridge to the feminine paradigm. Here's a conversation we had earlier this week.
1: (laughs) How you been? More Chris,
2: more Chris. You know,
1: I'm uh, I'm good and strong. That's how I am. Yeah, having to face the life that keeps on shifting, these ever changing landscape, surprises, uh, insecurity, and unpredictability, learning to adapt, adjust, let go, trust. Right? Yeah, like every 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are in
2: such a weird time right now. I will say that for certain. We are in unprecedented times, and all of us are going through such interesting gyrations with it all. Because I really feel like right now, the best thing we can do is raise our vibration. Because everything around us is designed to lower it, <laughs> except for the trees, and the yeah. ocean where we live, you know. But I mean, culturally, it seems it's very difficult to keep our vibration high.
1: Yeah. And verbally, yeah, mm-hmm. any kind of conversation is kind of chock full of triggers.
2: Yeah, we're all afraid to talk.
1: Yeah, and it's not intentional. Like, you don't know when you're talking how you're affecting someone because everyone has got so many different layers of yeah. trauma. So, you know, I just really, I cling to that, that we're not intentionally doing this to each other. <laughs> it's just right. You know, a my byproduct. friend and I have been really
2: talking about discernment. Another friend of mine who's a healer who, he's one of those people that's easy to put a target on his back and kick him, but he doesn't mean, he's really harmless and an incredible healer, but he is on the spectrum, and if you don't know he's on the spectrum, you can get really upset at him. With, but once you realize that he's on the spectrum, it changes the whole thing. And a lot of people don't take the time to really see what's going on with some of his lack of ability to understand emotional cues. And then he gets crushed and depressed and devastated because people do that to him, right? So then it goes back to him, and then he sits in the corner by himself and pokes himself because people are mean to him or not understanding, but it might have been because he was mean to them, <laughs> right? You know, this is this crazy loop that we do. And what I've been feeding back to him is to be able to forgive them because really, if you're feeling those feelings, you're the one who's hurting, nobody else. And so really reaching deep in for our compassion and empathy for each other, no matter what, it's to see the mirror in all its faces and see beauty in everything and that's such a challenge because there's so much ugly to see. And how is that beautiful?
1: And when Rumi wrote that, there were, weren't 8 billion people on the planet. And now we have the world at our fingertips and it's right. constantly pouring in. And this kind of access and intensity all at once, you know, I take, I'll take that Rumi with a, a grain of salt and know that I'm practicing this. I mean, I, I'd like to, right. you know, be enlightened by next Thursday, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a very vulnerable and sensitive being, and I, I, you know, I, I do my best to transmute the the pain into creativity, right. or or a good cry or a good laugh because it hurts. Right. I mean, you can't avoid that part for many for, for like the last millennia we've kind of been ignoring the pain or yeah. just walking away from it or burying it or and now to me it seems like if we could all admit it as hurts there would be a much more common language like when you're trying to talk to somebody we have a tendency to either try and fix them or present ourselves as fixed or have the answer or be ashamed that we don't you know, right. the words are failing. Words are failing us. and But emotion is true and true and universal. There's, everyone's sad. Everyone is furious. Everyone is frightened. And everyone has moments of joy. It's our common experience. But still, when somebody says, how you doing, everyone says, fine. <laughs> and that's the big lie. And so I'm doing my best to practice everything I've been preaching for the last 30 years, you know all the magical comedy of oh my goddess and family secrets and taking the high road and the books that I've written and all the Abraham I've heard, <laughs> everything and the tarot. And I'm just like one self-help kettle right now.
2: Ain't <laughs> that all day? My goodness, yeah, <laughs> one self-help kettle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's just all day long I have to readjust my thinking and relax and and just constantly because my my mind is is kind of cruel and mean. So I understand what you're saying about your friend because his own mind is doing the damage.
2: Uh Because we really don't know
1: what anyone thinks.
2: You think about this, you know, all this time, those of us that have been on this path and doing this work for as long as we've been doing imagine someone who hasn't done this work. It's oh. just, I've had a few people drop off, you know, just mm-hmm.
1: drugs, alcohol,
2: yeah. suicide. It's just too much. Yeah. The trauma is so much. devastating that if you haven't even at least acknowledged you have trauma, it's like run away, you know, and that's the thing that's been so hard to see. I, that's why I'm doing the sound healing work and why I'm, I feel myself moving into service in a whole new way that I've never done before. For reals, and it's just incredible. I feel that that's my gift right now, to give to the world and do my best to help people through the River stick because we're in it,
1: Yeah. you know, and, and that's that whole, trees.
2: yeah, it's, it's moving fast, you know, and that's that whole hopey prophecy idea, where you know, let go of the bank and get in the middle of the river and see what happens, because God dang it, you know, everything Ye-hoo. that you counted on, I don't know if we can ever count on it again. That's hard. Yeah, You this know. Is hard. Face with the so last hard, few years yeah. of the kind of loss that people have experienced. I mean you and I could do a yeah, whole show on that. Yeah. We probably should.
1: <laughs> I'm in.
2: I know. You're such a brilliant human and you've got so much heart and compassion and you've done so much thinking and work that it it really Thank does. You. You know, I have so much respect for you and some of the deeper issues. Because I also feel one of the things that's hard for me too is a, both as a radio host and then someone who lived in Japan for three years in the 90s. And in Japan, people were afraid to say anything to each other because they were afraid of offending each other. And the Japanese mm-hmm. language has one word that says the idea, I don't know why I think it. And I was so astounded by the fact that that, that anybody would want to express that thought so concisely and succinctly that it was <laughs> like oh my god
1: you one know, word to say one word i don't know why that. i think it oh.
2: yeah wow. yes no and i don't know why i think it you know the maybe which isn't even a maybe it's just like we cannot continue to talk about this subject anymore basically is what it's saying Like i am shutting that down what's that
1: word can you say it
2: cannot remember it
1: mm-hmm.
2: i have it written down i want to make your mm-hmm. I Go back and find it
1: mm-hmm. I think you probably wanted to forget it because it's so it. disconnected.
2: But now here we are. We're in the same place.
1: I know why. I know why I think it.
2: I know <laughs> I know
1: <laughs> that I can help them understand why they think it. And that's where, you know, you're turning to sound I'm turning to tarot and which is like people I give people the chance To tell the truth. That's what they say before they cut the deck. The truth is. And then the cards are just magnificent. And they allow with pictures the truth to be told. They they don't have to tell me anything. I just read. I I look at the story. And what I find is it's elemental. Earth, water, fire, air, which is what we're made of. Right. And so... The earthy part of us, the body, the the money, the health, the relationship has, has got some things going on. And the, the swords, the mind, the thoughts, the words, you know, how are they being used and what's, what's running them? And then the cups, the water, the, the the emotions and love and what's going on in that part of the story. And then the fire, the wands, the passion, the anger, the drive. And then right. your major arcana. And so it's easier for them, for folks, to see a picture. It's almost like this is the story of your life right now. When they conceive of it as a a chapter, it's not so overwhelming. You know, it's like we think, not only do we think this is it and this is the whole story, we also think we're the only one. And we also think it's the biggest thing in the universe. And none of that is true. truth is we're all going through an insane story we're all very small. We're, right. As we, cha- you know, in the dictionary, I changed the, the spelling of the word many, M A N Y, to many. Ah. We're, we're many, many people. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and when you're a mini, when there's many of us in the same boat, there, you get a little perspective. And these photos coming back from NASA, from the Dobbs photographs, are. Remind me, that's one of my go-tos for my kettle of self-help, is you're tiny, you're nothing, you're a blip. And so I want this blip today to be a good blip. My contribution at this point is to help people relax with their own truth and find a way to to balance the elements within. And sound is one of those elements. We're very, very much affected by what we hear, the tone Tone is everything for me. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody's telling me something, and they're telling me they <laughs> love me. I'm like, ah.
2: And, and someone can actually have a tone and not be saying anything. And when I was a kid, I called it emotional shrapnel, where you're feeling yeah. somebody else's pain, but they are not at all aware that they're spewing it all over into your space. And that's the other part of it, too, that is it it takes a certain kind of compassion. How can we compassionately help this person who's struggling with all these tones and literally making themselves unhearable? How do we help Mm -hmm. bring someone around? Some people don't want to be brought around, and the best thing is to put a nice fence between the two of you and and bow and, and say, I wish you well. You know, but again, no voodoo doll with their face on it, you know, because that's the challenge is is if we're feeling negative energy towards someone, that person's not feeling any... I mean, they might be feeling it if they're in the same room, but if they're out of our room and they're not connected, you know, intuitively, the person who feels all that terrible negative energy is just ourselves. Like, we feel it. You're only responsible for your own feelings. And if you are constantly letting the world around you dictate how those feelings are expressed, then... You're in a lot of trouble right now, and how do you get out of that trouble? And how do you start creating that reflection point, tarot, frequency? There's so many great tools out there, meditation, the slowing down. And this is where a practice of some kind, I think of it as a creative practice. It can be a spiritual practice. It doesn't have to be religious, whatever it is, something that's between you and you. You know, and that could be, you could be the creator or however you want to define that you, but something that centers and grounds you to yourself.
1: That is quite a variety.
2: Yeah, thank God, right? The the, the paths to the top are multiple.
1: Yeah. um, The do no harm is a wonderful um, axiom to try to live up to, again, but we are not equipped. See, when we're children no one says to you hey go ahead and cry it's okay to be scared i know you're mad it's cool everyone's like don't be mad what are you crying about blah 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 you know it's, it's it's this process of denying who you are from the get-go even little babies like when they cry mommy's like shh don't cry don't cry it's like where do we learn this well we never were told that who you are and how you feel, what you feel is very important. No one says that. Yeah. So as we awaken into the feminine, while we're watching patriarchy crumble into the dust, destroying everything with it, the feminine is awakening into our power, which is, has a lot to do right now with bearing witness, that we have to watch. We have to stand and be there. There's not a lot we can do. We can't stop at it. this. It's too late for stopping. We have to witness and and midwife and be sanctuary and like you're saying, when someone's flipping out and they they say, "I'm so I'm just so pissed," we say, "Well, why?" <laughs> and that's like the worst question to ask anybody who's furious. You know, the best thing for me to do when someone's raging is to go. I hear you. Yeah, I get it. You're pissed. Uh-huh. You're very angry. I get I hear that. You're mad. I'm mad too. Right. I think everyone's mad, but you're mad. We're mad. This this is very this is infuriating. That's true. Yeah, I get it. I feel that. So just yes it. Yes. Mhm. And that way, they don't have to when you start explaining why you feel something, you you've already lost the battle. You've already lost connection. Because you jump in your head and have to explain. And usually it's going to turn into blame or shame or somebody else or what happened, you know, 27 years ago, rather than I feel and I'm hurt and I'm in pain. And that's really what you you started this whole thing out with the pain. We're in pain. It's immeasurable at this point. And everyone's lying, saying they're fine or they're good or whatever. And so everyone thinks, I'm the only one in pain. I'm the only one in shame. I'm the only one in doubt. I'm the only one in jealousy. I'm the only one in guilt. I'm the only one. Everyone else is fine.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that that's true until you have real intimacy in your life. And then when you have intimacy in your life, you're okay to be vulnerable with people. And you do have that kind of vulnerability. And you are able to be that. I mean, I I know in my life, I have a number of incredible friends that I can 100% reveal who I am, to. And I feel extremely comfortable in the way they hold space with me as me and those vulnerable places. And I feel that that relationship is very reciprocal, but it's taken time to develop a genuine intimacy and it takes trust and it takes, it takes pain, it takes work and it takes eye contact. It takes sitting, it takes silence. And I feel that in so many ways that our society, as we get 8 billion people on the planet, we don't have, we're, we're just, carving out the bit of space that we can possibly manage for ourselves. And so we're just constantly putting up boundaries against the other person and without recognizing that what we're doing is we're putting ourselves further and further and further into that tunnel that thinks, I'm the only one who thinks that. I can't do anything to change anything. The powerlessness that is is, is isolation, right? And that's what you're talking to.
1: Yeah, whether it's iso- – you can feel isolated even in the middle of a group.
2: It's because
1: yeah. – you're not being authentic. And that's, yeah, like you say, it takes a lot of courage to be yourself and to yeah. admit, confess, say, I'm not, I don't have it together right now. <laughs> I don't know if I ever will or if I ever yeah. did. That was the um, the real essence of my first show, Family Secrets. And I, I didn't even know it at the time. So I was, I took my family and I revealed some you know benign but kind of a bit controversial secrets that they had and i think the reason it resonated so deeply and so long was because it was that exact thing that each character was admitting something not so perfect about them and my mother's character actually said her striving to be perfect was what drove her crazy and put her in the mental hospital in the first place, you know? And Fern doing uh, the home birth, you know, that's a secret, like, birth itself. We don't even talk about death. That's another one. I mean, we are missing the most essential nature of life because of the structure of the patriarchy and and, and the money. Those two things keep us Locked up in some kind of weird power structure, and power structure that doesn't allow for us to be, right. live life according to our nature and our our calling, our destiny. You have to get a fricking job, and you better listen to your boss, and you better show up on time, <clears> and you better <throat> do what you're told, and you better have money in the bank, and you better you better have a 401k, and you better get a degree, and you better 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 you know, and everyone's yeah. like, okay. You know, you're- yeah, <laughs> You're listening to
0: Be More Now. I'm Blake Moore, and I'm speaking with Sherry Glazer. We're on a bit of a tangent, but stay tuned. The Pocket chictionary is coming right
1: up. We all were told that the king or the president or the governor is going to help us or the doctor. or But actually, it's us. And that's what I like about the new economy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, people taking other people into their houses or driving them around or, you know, <laughs> Yeah,
2: there's so the many kids. other ways. We're Bartering, just like, you know, and we've done a lot of that. You know in what, we're, we're yeah. There's so much exactly. trade that you've you know, and, and what's great is when you're working with small businesses, you know, I'm a graphic designer, so when I work with a small business and I do the work in trade, well, they're actually paying me less because they're paying me wholesale. So we both kind of win. I'm going to buy that stuff anyway. So they get a deal Mm -hmm. and I get cool stuff, you know, and I'm happy to support the business on that level. So everyone wins. And the more we can, again, step out of that, you know, there's a whole movement that's called Cash Friday. And, you know, I'm part of the Pointerina Merchants Association and we're talking about how difficult with the tourism, how so many of the tourists don't use cash. Locals, a lot of us, I've used cash a lot, you know, and maybe that on some level started because of a certain type of economy that happened here. But at the same time, we forget that every time we use our credit card, our little mom and pop store is paying two to three to five percent of our purchase to a credit card company. And that money leaves our area and does nothing to support that business because of our convenience because we didn't want to go to the ATM or whatever. And I think that the more we really understand that, that at least when we're shopping locally, if you're at Target or Walmart or whatever box store you want and you need your credit card points, that's different. You know, I'm not saying that it's justifiable one way or another because there's all these ways, I think, that we're being lured into a kind of a free-range slavery, you know, and are we free-range anymore? We're getting closer and closer not to be. And I think that those kinds of awarenesses that are, Part of this Aquarian, you know, you talk about the patriarchy and you know, about your dictionary. You know, like this is all part of this deeper language conversation that is not happening enough. We know we're transitioning. It's like the age of Aquarius has dawned, and are we going to live it? Is it up to us? Who's going to shift it for us? Is it going to is the it, is it going to come from the top down, or is it going to come from the bottom no. up? Right?
1: No, that's why that's why we wrote the dictionary. We notice that the word say is full of the patriarchy, is full of yeah. he and man and men and sir. And it's so subtle. But every word we utter affirms that he is in power. He has the power of creation. Because when you speak, you're creating. That's what abracadabra means. I create as I speak.
2: And yes, so... No. right.
1: And then not only are, are the words doing the the job, but the the old patriarchal, all the old men in government. It's like it's so many layers of patriarchy that as we usher in the the new paradigm and the Aquarian Age, we need a, we need a framework. That's why we one of the reasons we wrote this is because we're talking about shifting paradigm, but to what? And so we felt like Hamilton who wrote, you know, the articles of the constitution that we needed to write at least the, the words first so we could, you could use in our new constitution or prostitution or whatever we change it to. We feel that every time we speak the words, it has to begin to resonate with the feminine, with the kind of life we want here on this planet. And I, I my lifetime. I mean, I would say it's going to take at least a hundred years, if not more, to get out of this six thousand year old mess that we're in. I just want to plant my seeds. Make sure that I'm going to do everything I can to contribute to what's next, because there's going to be a next. So I think we should start writing our our constitution. You write the article about the, the poetry or the or the sound design. You know, whatever what we're going to the, the rights, like changing the spelling of right, R I G H T, to R I T E S, are right. That's what I want. I want my rights, which yeah. is my rights of c- clean air, my rights of ceremony, my rights of funeral, my rights of my sisters, my rights of circling, rights. my rights of bleeding and, and tending to the sick, body My Those are my rights. And that's what I'm going to encodify in the new paradigm, which I'm looking forward to, (laughs) because this one is awful.
2: Well, I think you're such a front of the comet person. Your creativity and your way of looking at the world, you've got so much humor and that the pathos is all right in there, which allows to kind of push it forward in a fun way that you can say things that are maybe difficult or challenging, but you get in through that extreme creativity and your ability to poke at everything. And I think that this is kind of a whole nother level that's coming from you. You know, those of us that have followed your work throughout the decades and have appreciated and supported you. It's wow. So I want to know, when did you start this book? Have you been doing it this whole time? Is this been something that's been alive in you that you've been waiting to come forth? Can you talk a little bit about how you birthed it?
1: Yeah, I was, uh, living in Sebastopol with my friend Kim back in 2019 And she's a great writer and singer and songwriter. And we were just, in every conversation, we just started playing kind of a game, like to notice where the men were hidden. (laughs) And we're like, look at that, bing, bing, bing. You know, words like moment and words like hello, you know, starts with he and it's everywhere. And so I wrote a monologue called Introduction to Herstory 101, and I just started playing with the words and, and changing them. And I used a big, like, not a whiteboard, but similar, and, and just played with the audience and re-spelled words. And, uh, and it seemed to me, like, it, it's a necessary. it was so necessary to change the spelling because it made me laugh, like, it brought me joy. It brought me a resonance in my in my writing and my speaking that I had never experienced, and in a connection with words like when we're talking, we don't necessarily connect with what we're saying. it's kind of interesting when you think about it like just like like let's take son and son and daughter, okay. So when you talk about your son, it it invokes really the sun itself shining in the sky, right? And when you talk about daughter, D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R, I mean, that is just way weird. Like, why is it spelled that way? It's so nothing to me. It's so, that G-H is always like, what is that doing in there? We are sounding people, as you have already put out. So the sound of the word sun, okay, is clear and bright and shiny, right? Sun. Yeah. So we took the, the word sun, meaning your boy child, and we changed it to a U. So your son. So it gives your son, your boy child, this beautiful shine. And it sounds, we're looking for that resonant sound of the word. Now daughter, we changed it to D-W-A-T-E-R, Daughter. So now it's sun and water. Hear that? Water. I hear that. It's like water. Sun and wa- Sun and water. And you have now elemental and you connect with what you're saying. When I now I can't even write the other daughter because I can't do it anymore. So I write sun and water and it's beautiful, poetic and I feel that flow and I feel that warmth and it changes my vibration. That's what you were talking about. The changing the changing of the spelling of these words change your vibration even just now you said in history well what about herstory? Right. why isn't that a word you know and it's not h-e-r because that's he again but you change that e to a U, which is really how it sounds herstry, and you get a resonant vibration you get a full body her her with a u but it still sounds the same so you got. we're trying to awaken your hearing not just you speaking, but when you hear the word "her," we want you to get a put you in it her street, and that way when you instead of saying "shiro," which is supposedly the feminine of hero, you say hero. she is my hero, and to me, that wakes my soul that touches my body i can I tingle when i when I say that, and that's how I want language like, I want that's the relationship I want with language because like vibration that. is into matter. What we say becomes matter. It matters.
2: Huh? Yeah.
1: Matter like is what so.
0: is. I like it. Yeah.
1: Even the word she. I just said she, right? For me, I spell it S H I. She <laughs> is my hara. And I feel so. I put the I in she and I put the U in her, and I've got I and you. And that connects us as well. So this new spelling in the Chictionary takes the actual art of spells, which is witching, where it came from, from the witches, create transformation or alter the language. So we're in it. Because there's no sign of us in the English language the feminine is absent completely. I mean, they call us Miss. Miss, that means you're not even there.
2: (laughs) Are you going to do some performance around this book?
1: Yeah, I'll do it. Like when I do the, the bookshop tour, I'll be doing, you know, 20 minutes of comedy to go with it. That's my job is to crack it open, crack you up, give you this different way of experiencing life, which is... As I look back on my career, the feminine, everything I've done from Family Secrets on has been about the feminine. Even my father's character in Family Secrets talked about his lesbian daughter. That was what his story was about. So it's always about (laughs) her.
2: Right. Do you want to read a little excerpt from it?
1: Sure. Okay, so it's Mama's First Pocket Dictionary, Taking the Dick Out of Dictionary, A Bridge to the Feminine Paradigm, written by me. Ma Sherry Glazer and my dear Mama Kim Tripsmith, who is my collaborator. So I'm gonna read you just a little bit of the introduction. Language is the well from which culture and communication draw their essence. Without language, culture cannot thrive. Hence, we mourn the death of many indigenous tongues. The first language or voice we hear In the womb is the mother. While we don't know if babies may actually be privy to their mother's thoughts, it is certainly true that once little fetuses' ears and eardrums have developed, they can hear sound. The first sound they hear is the beat of mama's heart, the pulse of her blood, the timbre of her breath, the hum of her vibration, the rhythm of her voice, and the cadence of her tongue. So comes the beautiful phrase, Mother Tongue. Somehow, that original concept grew into the written word, and Mother Tongue became language. The first volume of our dictionary is our attempt to offer new spellings, in essence, to reclaim the feminine voice that has been so brutally repressed for countless Millennium. The word spell is of great importance here. Spells are most often attributed to witches, yet the power to decide how a word is spelled was stolen from witches long ago by the patriarchy. In fact, witches were best known for their power to cast spells, and that's where spelling comes from. The ingredients of the spell that creates, same as the letters within words, create reality. By injecting male, dominant power into spellings the patriarchy deviously concocted and systematically suppressed the sources of feminine power to this day it is common knowledge that to cast a spell we are generating energy to create what we want on earth spelling B. (laughs) when one spells out words one writes a sentence which connotes the idea that we are writing out our lives sentences. Not coincidentally, when one is convicted of a crime, one is given a sentence. It is not a huge leap to understand that each time we write a sentence, we are committing ourselves to a certain idea, thought, threat, or reality for what could be a long time.
2: Yeah. Starting a revolution. <laughs> is it, is it, does a revolution have it in it? So were you guys just constantly saying things and going, oh, there it is again. There it is again. Revolution. Constantly. You say revolution? <laughs> no,
1: we we like revolution because it's evolution. We like that. But things like menstruation and menopause, we're like, no, 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 no. So we just changed that to moonopause and menstruation mm-hmm. because that makes a lot more sense. Um all the words, um, government, environment, improvement, amusement, they all have men. We just change that E to an I. So government, movement, environment. Mint Mint is refreshing. Mint yes. is hard like cement. It's, it's, and, it's, and it's encoding men in all of those major, yeah. Yeah. major systems. But we need a refreshment in all of them, employment, you know, experiment. We need some freshness. Here. So th- it's funny; it rings a bell. That's what we want. Yeah, it makes you laugh. So what's the response mm-hmm. then? We get a lot of laughs. I ha- we okay. haven't had any. We haven't had any real, you know, negative response. We have some reviews here. Let's see. Do you know uh, Z Budapest? International lesbian author.
2: Oh, I know the in Chandler. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah.
1: She said, what a brilliant idea for a book, especially nowadays when language is used against women as a weapon. Taking the dick out of the dictionaries, mainly trying to teach us the appropriate use of words. If only this would topple the patriarchy. But I guarantee it will make a deep cultural cut into it. Well done, Amazons. So that's what <laughs> she said. Um, let's see, you know, Suzanne Sterling, she's a,
2: yeah, the singer, the singer. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. She said words matter and words create these two fiery word crafting witches have delightfully and subversively shattered the male dominant linguistic glass ceiling by concocting a sly and humorous brew of spelling, spells by reimagining a world where insidious masculine dominant linguistics give way to language for all of us powerful inclusive joyous and accurate join the feminine linguistic rebellion and enjoy as you my star casting word spells with new meanings and vibrations i think the the only thing that you know would would elicit a defensive response is that it's not you know, it's against men, which it's not. And we're not even, we, it's not even the men that we have issue with because it's the masculine p- power over. It's, right. everyone has a feminine and masculine side. We're just inviting the feminine into the conversation to, at all. When there's no representation of it, that is where the problem lies. And, right. you know, as soon as the feminine makes a stand and says, hey, What about us? Very often people of both genders or all genders say, well, what about him? You know, what about poor him? Like, you know, can we have a second here? Can we have a minute? (laughs) Not a minute. Can we just give us some room to like spread out our blanket and hang out before we worry about how he feels about it?
2: Well, that's one of the challenges, I think, that the assumption is made that anything promoting one is now somehow demoting the other. And, yeah. yeah, language, you know, television, spells, all the different, abracadabra, like you mentioned already, the sound frequency of how we communicate is our primal language. So the words that we use to express these things are reflected back in the culture that we create.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and thinking thinking of the children, you know, right. When we're telling them, you know, when we're charging them with how to spell things. Oh, those poor kids! You know how how do you spell daughter? How do you spell right? I mean, how do you spell heart? Why is there an e in heart? Explain that to me. Why do we remove the r? We wrecked that word so completely. Heart should be H-A-R-T. That's it. And you have the art in your heart, and that's where it lives. And that is clear as a bell. But we put heat. he There he is again. I mean, why? What is that? <laughs> like, that's mind-boggling <my> <laughs> to me. And the you- word feminist itself is very harsh. Just the sound of it. See, as a ring of communist and you know, Marxist, racist, it's got this. It's not helping us. And yes, it did really invite women to join the world. That's what it did. It opened up the economy for women to climb the corporate ladder and be treated equally as men, which they still not. And, and they were also you know completely rejected and judged for wanting that in the first place. And it wrecked a lot of lives because it's not exactly what i had in mind but it has just a terrible sound to it same with abortion that's a big trigger word that's not not a good word either you know and you want to end your pregnancy because you need to even terminate is like such a trigger right and we just throw these things out we just constantly talking about all this passion behind it When we're talking about abortion, we're like, oh, abortion. We're like, -ah!" (laughs) abortion! And boy, people. But if I choose to end my my pregnancy because of these reasons, see, there's much less vibration in that I just said. Yeah. And I have to get an abortion. It's more likely someone will say, are you Okay. Is the baby, is everything okay? Is the fetus, are you sick? And they're more concerned about me than that word I just used. So yeah. it really does matter how we frame it. And the media, like you were talking about, is just like they're vipers, they're just succubus. Yeah. What words yeah. can we use Yeah, yeah exactly. You the, little, th- you know, this the
2: little tongue comes out the screen. <laughs> 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 Don't <that> Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. They want to just and, get us. And you know? it, and, and, and they,
2: and I and, really think that it's gotten, they've gotten better and better and better at it. So it's even harder for yeah. people to resist unless you've tapped into the deeper understanding of, of self-possession self-sovereignty, you know, working towards self-mastery, whatever that is where you realize that you are, in your own way, responsible for you. And the more you start to refine that, the better you are at able to see what's outside of you as how it's attempting to control you. I mean, I just love this idea of, of language. Even with she, he's embedded in she, like, Adam, we got our rib from Adam. And mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. is all the English language. Have you seen this in reflected in yeah, other Spanish. languages? Well, you know, in Spanish, um, yeah, romantic languages. if there's
1: ten and one, if there's t- le- ten women and one man, it's still los, los yeah. personas. It's still the masculine. So uh, yeah, I don't know the slang well enough. I mean, I know Spanish more than any. That's my second language. I don't. I wouldn't mess with it. I just. I I know English. I get it. And also, you're a poet, Blake, and and so words are just it's your oh. it's your art form. And yes. so every every you write was so powerful. Your poetry is fiery. When you write and read your poem, people are moved. And so you're already plugged into this level of communication. That what Each word you choose is intentional. I think the poets and the writers of the world, especially the feminine ones, the female, or femoons as we call them, because there it is again, female. What the heck?
2: Right, right. I can't get
1: I of me, Blake. Without anything.
2: what we have to keep looking at, and and you are doing that for us. And I know I love language, and and this is I think it's okay to say this on the air, but the one that makes me crazy, and I'm constantly picking on, is when. People call another person, oh, you pussy. I'm all, what? Yeah. Did you
1: just, yeah. did
2: you just, really? Yeah. And I make people say, and it's great, and especially with men. You know, women do it too. And I make them say, you know, three nice things about the vagina. Just three nice things. And it's so interesting. To watch it. Every time, every single time. And I find it to be fascinating at some people just are, are really fast. It's like oh blah blah blah, and I'm like, all right, I got you. You now know you're probably not going to keep doing this. And other people, you can see them going, what, what, why, what, you know. And so it's really fascinating. And I think, and I, you know, I don't use mm-hmm. the, you know, the word. I don't use the word dick in vain either. I don't call people dicks. I don't call people pussies. I prefer to. I prefer, I prefer to use
1: their so names. Cool names. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I Tell them what's up. I don't need to call anyone anything derogatory because it just comes back to me energetically. Like we are mirrors for each other. It's the
1: vibe. Yeah. Like you say, it's the vibration. That's what we're about right now. Mm -hmm. So I and you and we are doing our best to raise it up. Yes. To really enhance the vibration to a level where we, we can not only exist, but actually Thrive and create right. the new, because we right. have to. This isn't. This is done. Yeah. With no stopping it, and and we're not going to change it. We just need the next, the next version.
2: Yeah. A exactly. better
1: world is possible, as they say. Yeah. I mean, because you and I and everybody I know here in in the county and beyond has done how many marches? How many? kids <laughs> Like mom, you've married since nineteen, you know, eighty-two. How's it going? It's not very right. good, actually. <laughs> actually
2: on the topic. I just want to say to the men that are listening. So I want you to say how do you welcome them into this book? How can we invite men not to be offended by these ideas and the rejection? Do you have anything else to say in that same sense of frequency toward any person who's going, oh, this is, uh, we're creating more division with this? What would you say about
1: that? I would say that if you want to feel better, I think everybody wants better.
2: And have a right. laugh. And go.
1: Huh. This, this is, is so surprising and obvious at the same time it's kind of my work like for example, every word that starts with x like example excited extraordinary exit x is is not that it doesn't really innate, but if you change that to x e g g s Then you get this really fun kind of feeling, for example. You can get very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Now, for the feminine, for the women, we get an extra thrill out of that one. (laughs) (laughs) But for men, you get this bump. It's kind of like, that that does make sense. Also, here's here's another one. It's not just removing the dick from the dictionary. It's also empowering words like, and and phrases like the phrase, that makes sense. How many times do we say that all the time, right? But it doesn't really fulfill what, what is needed there because it only it makes one sense. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes sense. Instead of that makes senses, that makes senses. And that, you get a whole experience. If you're right? talking to me and I say, right. well, that makes senses, that means I've heard like you, that. I've seen you, I've smelled you, I've tasted you, yeah, I've touched yeah. I'm yeah. with you.
2: Yeah. And so
1: if you're able to connect as a man or a woman or a they or a who, you we can connect through this new spelling. You will connect to others. And that's what I think is the most important thing for us as a people. Not to yeah. fix each other or explain anything, but just connect. Yeah. And this new spelling is a connection to the mother which we all come from, men and women, they and you who and whoever, we all are born. Right. And that's all I'm saying. It's like the word family. What does that even mean? F-A-M-I-L-Y. But you change it to family. We know the mother. It's my family. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like that. It works for everyone. I like that. And what I was going to say is the word grok from um, Robert Highlands, I loved that word. Grok mm-hmm. was the word that this idea that you could experience everything from somebody else and then you didn't have to be offended or worried you would realize where it came from and you could see that with each other and this hopefully my prayer for the world is this to help bring us closer to that place
1: and we can change the spelling of prayer from p-r-a-y-e-r which has pray in it, which just means you're being chased by another animal, and make it air. P-R-A-R. <laughs> my my prayer, it means it goes up in the air with a prayer. So thank you for your prayer. I'll breathe that and can, in and out. And, and Right. And
2: how can people find this book? Because we are out of time, of course. How do people find you in this book?
1: You can, it, it, it. you can go to www.pair.com. Pocket Chik- C Ch- H I C K like chick and Chixneri Ch- T I O N A R Y pocketchixneri dot com that's our website and then there's a, a buy now button which takes you to Barnes and Noble. All right. So check, check it out. Check out the Is it available chick- in a local Mendocino bookstore? The- Are
2: you in the- Are you going to be doing any readings or anything?
1: It's uh, the three books. Uh huh. i reading the three books at the end of and it's up at Kamaloka in September, and I have a little uh, I have a little tarot kiosk in the casino across from Mendoza's where I read and have my books Beautiful. as well. So on the Mendoza, so and you'll find you'll find and people the can tictionary. go to dictionary
2: and find all that, so they can find out like where she, where, where where are they going to be? Pocket where,
1: pocket dictionary pocketdictionary.com pocket mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll put the tour on there. I'll put that up there. Perfect. And there's also a page in the book where you can write, when you discover words, when you find them, you can put your words in and then send it to our website and we'll put it in the second edition because this is nice. the first Mama's first pocket <laughs> Mary. So. Okay.
2: I just adore you. You are such a superstar. <laughs> Thank you so much for being you and always showing up with such aplomb. Is that, what, what's that word? Where's aplomb fit in there? That's a
1: good word. I love aplomb. Okay. Aplomb, okay. aplomb. Sounds great it's fun. Okay, All right, my friend. Thank you for the time. Yes. We'll Thanks for always
2: to. being there. Yeah. You're, you're the best. Good. Thank
0: you. <laughs> wow. That was a conversation. I hope you enjoyed listening. Of course, Sherry Glazer, author, writer, performer, comedian, and quite a force here in Mendocino County. It was really a pleasure to have a conversation with her. Over the years, she and I have worked together doing shows when we both were hosting on Women's Voices. And I just, I really appreciate her intelligent irreverence and perspective. She's always got a way of looking at things that makes me think deeper. So thank you, Sherry Glazer. And as she mentioned, Mama's first pocket chictionary, taking the dick out of dictionary, a bridge to the feminine paradigm, can be found at pocketchictionary.com. And that's pocket, P O C K E T C I C K T I O N A R Y.com. Pocketchictionary.com. You've been listening to Be More Now. I'm your host, Blake Moore. And here we are. First Thursday in August. Next time you tune into this show, school will have started. Where did summer go? Stay tuned. We got W Dan in the treehouse up next. And yeah, have a beautiful evening. Smile at someone. Be kind. Let them know that... You're sending them good thoughts. We all need them more than ever. Thank you so much. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.